0: Hey, everybody. It's Logan with Sweetfish. In today's episode, we're going to share an interview from B2B Tech Talk from our friends over at Ingram Micro. B2B Tech Talk with Ingram Micro is a podcast that shares news about emerging tech before it becomes mainstream. Maybe you're a sales or marketing professional with an aptitude for new tech, or you just like to nerd out a bit on some of this stuff from time to time. I know I do. Or maybe you know an IT pro, a CIO, an investor in tech companies that might find this episode useful. In this new series, B2B Tech, you'll hear conversations with tech leaders as they explore topics like IoT, cloud evolution, the future of AI, and more. If you or a friend would like to go deeper on these topics, just search B2B Tech Talk in Apple Podcasts, or be on the lookout for hashtag B2B Tech in the headlines here on B2B Growth. All right, let's get into the show.
1: Welcome to B2B Tech Talk with Ingram Micro. I'm your host, Kerry Roberts, and my guest today is Steve Yokum, the Director and GM at UCC at Ingram Micro. Welcome, Steve. Thank you for being here today.
2: I'm happy to be back on uh, the B2B uh, Tech Podcast.
1: Yes, we've had you before, and today we are talking about the recent rapid shift to remote work. And with current events, work from home and remote work is no longer a trend, but it's something that's necessary for everyone that works in an office to participate in. But the question is, does your company know how to set up your employees to succeed in this situation? Do you think most companies are prepared or comfortable with this transition? Why or why not?
2: So it's, it's interesting, and in what we've seen, uh, particularly over the past uh, couple of weeks with all the current events going on, most companies feel as though their associates can be enabled remotely, right? We saw the trend of the kind of work-from-anywhere trend. Uh, everybody said it was a millennial trend. The reality is it's now a workforce trend, right? But I think what companies are starting to find out, unfortunately, under a little pressure right now, is there were some holes in their plans, Right to enable your associates there's things that you have to think about can they get access to every system that they need are some of the systems whether they're running over a VPN client or uh, some sort of other work from home application are they going are they going to be slowed compared to what they're used to in the typical work environment i think overall Companies are comfortable with having their associates work from home right now. It's certainly going to be a, a change in learning experience to see how most companies get through the next few weeks here with their employees working home. Some things that the companies, from a company standpoint, you want to make sure you're uh, taking into consideration are the devices secure that are going to be accessing your secure environments. right? How are you attaching? Are you going in through, you know, like a Citrix client or through a VPN? Do you have enough nodes on that VPN, right? Uh, That's something I've been hearing from a couple of different larger end customers is they had a VPN set up for their workforce that was maybe 20% remote. Now that they're putting, you know, 80 and 90% remote, they had to upgrade their licenses on their VPNs to make sure that they can handle it. Things like that secondarily it really comes down to a coaching uh, opportunity for associates i know we read all the time everybody works from home everybody loves to work from home we read that a lot but that's not really the reality the reality is there are you know there's a couple of different types of people who can work from home right and some that do we're now forcing a lot of people who haven't had to work from home before to work in this environment simple things get out of bed in the morning and take a shower Right. Have your coffee. Can keep your morning routine. Set, a, set up a space in your home or wherever you'll be remoting from that is separate from your day-to-day. The more you keep that routine, the easier it is for associates to work from home. So th- those are the kind of the big trends that we're seeing right now. From an equipment standpoint, obviously you want to make sure we've got good PCs. You've got to make sure your associates have good internet connectivity. You've got to, you know, headsets, cameras. All of those things are all part of the the total experience for them.
1: Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, something that's interesting to note at this time is that this isn't just normal remote work. You know, everybody also has their kids at home. So that adds another challenge. So I think even for people that say, I don't like to work from home, this is not the typical way that people do. Can you break down? There are usually five types of remote workers. Can you talk about what they are and what the differences are?
2: yeah in the in the in the past or even currently there's there's always kind of a classification of the type of people that work from home right so i view it a little bit differently but here's how they kind of break down. The first one is your full-time work from home. Perhaps they're a contractor, programmer, very dialed in, right? They don't necessarily need to be in an office because they're not They're not doing a whole lot of collaboration with other people, very task-driven, right? We see this in the medical billing field a lot now where people are able to work from home in a medical billing field. It's task-driven, it's metric-driven, and they just kind of drive at it and they're very, very tuned into what they're doing, that specific task. Second group is the one area that I came from myself, actually, back in the day when I was a a road warrior, right, field salesperson. I didn't necessarily have a work from home setup because I was always on the road. So I was working from wherever I could find a Wi-Fi hotspot, whether that be an airport, a coffee shop, whatever, Uh, having access to all of my systems and tools to be able to do that. Thirdly, is what we call the delvers, or I call them the delvers, right? So, and this is probably the majority of uh, of workers that are out there today. They go to the office three days a week, four days a week, work normally from their desk, you know, nine to five, eight to eight to five, whatever their hours are, and then one day a week they get to go work from home, right? And this is where a lot of people are starting to experience the work from home experience. Typically it's a you're still expected to be logged on at eight o'clock in the morning, you're expected to log off at five o'clock, right? Depending on the states you're in, there's compensation rules on if they're hourly versus salary, et cetera. So those that's probably the largest group of the current work-from-home associates. And then lastly, there's the uh, there's this very, it's not a small group, but there's a, a decent-sized group, and it's interesting because if you think about cloud, they talk about partners that are out there that are selling cloud, and they talk about born-in-the-cloud type uh, vendors and customers, right? So these are, uh, you know, they've set up their entire business on IAS, right? They're, they're not buying servers and routers and all the switches and stuff like that. There is a group of individuals that are running companies like that, That are 100% remote executive, right? So their setup's a little bit more complicated. It's a little bit more powerful. It has, you know, built-in phone, voice, video, the ability to, you know, typically you'll see people with two or three monitors in their home setup. They've got an, you know, this is the you walk into the neighbor's house and there's a door that's closed. You open it up and it looks like an office. That's kind of the the last group of the work from home folks.
1: And you were mentioning earlier, which is obviously, you know, Ingram's specialty here is how to make things more secure. And as you're talking about, I mean, you have people that are working with very important information, and then you have kind of your people that are working maybe at the front office. How can companies make sure things are safe and secure for the full spectrum of employees that they have now working from home?
2: the key is to and you hit on it the key is to identify what types of information that we're talking about right is it highly secure sensitive customer information financial information etc or is it you know simply you know a, a shared drive with pictures on it or videos right depending on what you're doing most of your vpn systems that are out there today you can actually designate between what tasks you can can complete within the vpn environment which is typically a same as if you're sitting in the office. And then when you leave that VPN environment, you lose access to, to the more secure tasks. That seems to be the way that, I've, that most companies are beginning to secure their remote access employees. Of course, keeping up to date with the uh, software systems that they're using in many cases, as you're working with more home networks, I'm seeing a trend with, you know, for example, my one of my devices, my my phone, can I also get my email, can get uh, all many of my work applications without a VPN. However, it recognizes the networks that I'm on and records those networks to ensure that there's if there's any security risk on the network, it'll actually shut down access to the sensitive information. So technology's come a long way, and our security group is really at the forefront of driving that type of mobile security as well as work from home security.
1: And then, of course, the second part, which, again, you touched on a little bit early on, is the people part. Um, not even just in this current time where they have you know, kids home, but at any point in time, I think some of the fear of some companies is, you know, are my employees being productive? Is working home right for them? And now we don't have a choice at this point in time for everyone. So how do you suggest a company make sure that their employees are productive and that they feel comfortable uh, working from home in general or in kind of crazy times like now?
2: a couple of things are key right so you know when we instituted our bcp plan and we moved a lot of associates remote we've set up daily check-in calls right so it's there's a kickoff call in the morning think of it almost like a factory floor right where everybody gets together in the morning and says this is how much production we have to get done today here's the metrics that we've got to hit here's the things that we need to do even though we're not in a factory environment there is that check-in that's important. So most of our teams, you know, there's a, there's a check-in call at eight 30 in the morning. Everybody's got to be on video. Everybody's, you know, you can't, you can't hide, right? You'll get called out pretty quick, especially if people have not worked from home before in our business. So we're customer driven, right? So there is kind of a, there's a little bit of the nine to five, eight to four kind of grind because that's the majority of when most of our customers are on there keeping those regular touch bases, leveraging some of the tools that are out there, whether that be you know, Microsoft Teams or some of the video conferencing software that's out there to stay in touch with your associates. It gets very lonely. I was talking to my boss, Jeff Yelton, just the other day about how can we help our associates who've never done this before? And I think back to the first time that I sat down at a desk with a laptop in my house and said, okay, I have to do my job. It was super quiet. Television was on in the background. And it was just a little bit different moving from an environment where you're in an office environment where you see people, talk to people, reach out to people all day long. My field associates for my field team, my UC field team, I tell them they need to be hyper, hyper available. And that doesn't mean that they have to be constantly on and blah, blah, blah. But associates, when they don't see you, particularly if, 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 if an employee is in a, a typical office environment, if they don't see you, the assumption is you're not there. So really up, upgrading your presence per se uh, through the tools that are available, that's the key. I can't emphasize enough on a work-from-home environment. You have to set up a space somewhere in your house. People will tell you, oh, I just work from my couch or I work from my kitchen table. And you can do that for a short period of time. Times like now, where we're seeing some extended work from home times, if you don't have that space and you don't have that routine, it becomes very, very challenging to maintain your focus and maintain your productivity.
1: Yeah, I could not agree more. I think having a space uh, is ideal. Obviously, if somebody you know lives in a uh, smaller apartment or something and they don't have that, you know, even setting up a corner definitely helps. And you had talked about earlier as well. You know, how do the actual employees? deal with this at home. And again, we're in very strange circumstances because normally you can go out at night, you can go to the coffee shop, you can kind of mix it up. But right now we're kind of limited to staying directly at home. You had talked about, you know, making sure you get dressed and setting a schedule. But for people who have young kids, I mean, that's really challenging for them to do that. And some people, you know, just have a breakdown, you know, so how do they kind of figure out a way to handle this from an emotional standpoint normally, but then also in times like this?
2: Yeah. So I'll use the example of my morning here. Right. So we knew today was the first day that my children, one's in sixth grade and one's in third. Today was the first day that they were doing this remote learning uh, here in South Carolina, which is a fantastic tool. And the school districts having this, I think, is, is unbelievable. It's very different than it was even five years ago so when we talked to them last night we you know bedtime was the same time we did the same bedtime routine we woke up in the morning had the same morning routine um i I laughed a little bit my son came down this morning in his pajamas i'm like no it's a school day you can't come downstairs until you're dressed so he went back up the stairs and and you know got dressed we came down we had breakfast we cleaned up and then we set up different places within the house I say it like, they, you know, we're, we're all very privately, you know, in our own little private offices, it's just different spaces, right? Uh, one's at the uh, dining room table, one's sitting at the you know, at a table in the living room. And then I'm now down, I'm relegated down into the basement. I've lost my, my regular home office to my wife, but I set up that space for everyone. And we went to those spaces and got them going and we, and it's been challenging, right? It's a very new environment for the children. It's a new environment for my wife and I to have to be able to kind of, Keep the house going and doing the things that we're doing. She's a teacher as well, so she's updating stuff and sending that out to her classes. And the children are trying to figure figure it all out. It was a rough day this morning so far, but I think as those routines stick to those routines, it becomes easier to handle. From a psychological standpoint, man, especially right now, it's I can't imagine. You know, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of fear, uh, fear anxiety, fear uncertainty, and doubt that is out there right now. Right is obviously this current pandemic situation is evolving. Leverage, you know, most companies I know have some sort of EAP where you can uh, make phone calls. You got to be encouraging with your teams. You've got to kind of give a little bit more slack than you may on a regular day, right? Understanding that the people are not only under immense pressure in a brand new environment and depending on what type of job you have, you know, I'm responsible for uh, the headsets that Ingram Micro is selling. And, i can tell you right now trying to keep those on the shelf and trying to keep the customers apprised of what we have what we don't have and how quickly it's moving has put my team under a great deal of stress understanding we're all in a different environment it just takes time um you know i hate to use hate to use the old phrase it takes a village but it kind of does in an environment like this you've got a majority of your workforce working in an environment that they haven't worked in before the amount of workload in many cases has increased it's become somewhat more challenging to get it done as we figure out how connectivity works and how to get into systems, right? And I have a single monitor here, but I used to have two monitors, right? Those types of things as you get used to the new environment. But together, I think the, the collective togetherness that we're all going through right now, whether you're in New York state or in South Carolina, New Jersey, California, Colorado, we're all experiencing the same thing. I think that's going to help get a lot of people through it.
1: Yeah. And I appreciate your vulnerability and sharing your own personal struggles with that. And I think you're right. Everyone is kind of going through that and that can kind of help everybody feel a little bit calmer as a whole. And I even encourage you know, people to check in with each other on that level, you know, on Slack or on the phone. How are you doing? Is there anything you need beyond the work stuff? Because that definitely helps as well
2: yeah I had a I had a 45 minute conversation yesterday with uh, another executive from uh, one of our vendor partners when that's exactly what we talked about is how how are you getting through this how are you feeling how are your associates doing what are you doing differently how are we handling it it's th- that that human human connection you lose it when you move out of an office space in that it's not right there and very easy to get to we all need to remember that we're very well connected now, <laughs> whether it be Facebook or Instagram, right? Instagram stories or live on Facebook. Obviously, the productivity tools that uh, your employer has given to you to be able to use. It's surprisingly easy to talk to people. Just got to remember to do it. In some cases, I would even throw a, I would put something in your calendar just a reminder hey, you know, 15 minute conversation with somebody about something that's not work related right? Just to get into that habit.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I would suggest people do that even beyond when all of this is over. I think it's important to to check in um, in general. And I think that's a really good point that you made. One of the other big challenges for remote workers is meetings and really making sure, again, they're secure, they're productive, they work. Hybrid meetings are being interrupted. People are talking over each other. There's generally IT issues with it. How can Inger Micro help ensure that partners and their customers have a positive experience and will consider work from home solutions in the future?
2: The key there is where we can help our partners for sure is understanding the dynamics of what you're trying to accomplish, right? What's that user experience? What do you want that experience to be, right? That's going to drive conversations with What type of platform are you going to use? Are you going to leverage Microsoft Team? Are you going to leverage Zoom, Slack? There's many different platforms out there and they all have their pros and cons. Our technical teams can help identify what that experience is that you want to create and create that desktop experience. Uh, I I hate to keep going back to referencing my kids, but uh, my, my son, who is nine, had his first video conference call this morning with his teacher you know not to brag but being the UC guy it was pretty easy for me to set it up right on his system right and i got him a new headset and i got the cameras going and everything's going fine i could see the faces on the parents as they were getting on the video was working but the audio wasn't working it's a brand new experience our teams can help our partners you know that's a that's an end user experience that is challenging our teams can help our partners to help end customers through training on how to use it, simple quick start guides, tips and tricks on how to do it. Um, as, as a matter of fact, I actually sent out uh, some of the tips and tricks for the platform that my son's teacher is using. I sent them what we're sending to our customers, I sent them to her to disseminate to the parents. Hey, you know, we've got it, we've all got to help each other out there. Designing that experience and understanding how to make sure it's secure, how to make sure it's a great experience for many of your associates. Sometimes that means just standardizing on some of the endpoint equipment, whether those be cameras or headsets or speakers or whatever you're attaching to them. In other cases, it's a bring your own device type environment. So that'll change in what type of platform that you're going to use, right? If you're going to be using a, a multi device, multiple devices or bring your own devices, some platforms work better than others. So understanding the full experience and how people are going to use it, that's the key. And that's where our technical teams and our training teams can come in and help.
1: And the question we ask on the show all the time, and you had answered it uh, the last time you were here, is where do you see technology going within the next year? But I'd love for you to talk about that from the standpoint of with everything going on. I mean, do you see that there's going to be more people working from home, less? Will the type of things we use at home change? Where do you see that going in the next year?
2: That is a great question, and I know we talked probably. It was probably about a month ago that we, that I answered that question, and I can tell you that in just the past week, my answer to that question has dramatically changed. From a technology standpoint, the machine-to-machine, the IoT, all of that stuff is going to continue to to move forward, but the associate experience or the employee experience is going to be is going to change dramatically. I have a feeling, and this is just a feeling that the work from home environment that everyone is being forced into right now is going to somewhat overwhelm the traditional model and that i think it's going to work out well i think associates are going to have a good experience i think productivity is going to we'll always have a little bit of a productivity dip as we first get into it but as it rolls on i think companies will start to recognize that the work from anywhere environment can be very successful. And I think we'll see a lot more of that. So what does that mean from a technology standpoint? It means more security. It means more mobile devices. It means more training around how do you set up a home office, right? Changing the space within the office space that's out there. Maybe it doesn't become just rows and rows and rows of individual desks but maybe a couple of desks for parking so associates can come back in and and go back out, but a lot of huddle space, right? So if you're gonna come in and do a meeting, you can do that. A lot more leverage of the tools, the platform tools, you know, whether that's Teams or Zoom or whatever, whatever platform that you're leveraging for the experience you wanna create, I think it's going to transform the way that we work. I am hopeful and I'm optimistic about that because being in the UC world that I've been in, I see the possibility of technology, right? And you know how do, we're now getting to a point where we can realize that promise of technology. I know that's an Ingram tagline, but it's true. Where the technology that we, in many cases, the technology that we already had in our associates' hands, whether you're a law firm or a school or you know a, a distributor, right? The technology they have in their hand was already pretty well enabled to do remote work. Tweak it a little bit and it creates a remote work experience that's great for not only the associates but the customers, the end users, the partners that you deal with. It becomes the norm. And I you know, it's it, it's going to be a great change. Well, obviously we need to get through everything with what's going on right now. We need to get through that stage of it. But I think there's going to be a lot of people going, "Wow, the productivity, you know, didn't really dip." Or in some cases, the productivity got better. When you look at some jobs that can, you know, more task oriented jobs, you don't have to sign in at 8 o'clock in the morning and sign out at 5 o'clock in order for me to know that you're getting your work done. I know that you're getting your work done, and I know how much time it's taking you to do it. And maybe it's not 8 to 5, but it's working in your schedule, and you're a more happy associate. You're getting a better experience. I think that's fantastic. So I'm looking looking forward to coming out of the other end of the current crisis.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I personally have been working from home for a year and a half and I love it. So I think uh, there would definitely be as people become more educated on how to do it best for them, it could be something that's really great. And then you increase, like you said, the technology and security. Where can people learn more about what we talked about today? If they have questions or they need help in kind of this area or they want to connect with you personally, where can they do that?
2: Yeah, so absolutely. Look me up on LinkedIn, uh, Stephen Yokum or Steve Yokum, I'm not sure. I think it's Stephen Yokum Up on uh, LinkedIn, connect with me via LinkedIn. UCC Sales at uh is a general information line around UCC, or just contact your um, Ingrmicro sales representative. All of them have access to my entire UC team of just a little, a little over forty associates who specialize in different areas of UC, and we're happy to help you out. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you so much, Steve, for sharing your insight and again, your own personal experience and knowing that we're all not going through this alone. And uh, I look forward to hearing more in the future.
0: No, thank you, Kira. It's always great to uh, talk to you. All right, everybody, I hope you liked that episode of the B2B Tech series with Ingram Micro. Again, you can find their full podcast feed by searching B2B Tech Talk in Apple Podcasts or wherever you do your listening. As always, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, everybody.